We come before you, Lord. We thank you, Father, as the Holy Spirit. We invite him to come teach us, to minister to us. We thank you, Father, for your presence. And Jesus, we thank you for your word, that it's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. We thank you, Father, for the word having free course in our lives. And we thank you for signs and wonders following in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I want to talk to you today about healing. Healing for today is the title of today's message. So if you would open your rock Bibles to Proverbs chapter 4, we'll get started there. Proverbs 4. We're probably going to look at a few scriptures. Some of them we'll even have time to, to, to look at or turn to, which is how to give them to you. Might be a little bit easier that way. So if you're, you're taking notes, you might you know, just remember you can always go back to the video and watch the video again. Uh, to get some of the some of the scriptures, some of the, the words, I would encourage you to do that. But in, in Proverbs chapter four, in verse twenty through twenty-two, it says, "This, my son, attend to my words; incline thine ear unto my sayings; let them not depart from thine eyes; keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life to those that find them." And health to all their flesh. The Hebrew word for health in verse 22 is medicine. God's word is a medicine to all our all, all of our flesh. Isaac Lesser's translation of Exodus 15:26 reads, "I am I am the Lord, and I am thy physician." The medicine he prescribes is his word. The medicine that God prescribes to us is his word. So it's what it says. It says that for they are life unto those that find them, and they are health. And as as I just said, that word health it it really translates from the Hebrew to medicine. It's medicine to all their flesh. Many people make the mistake of substituting belief in healing for the actual taking of God's medicine. His words, his word. They say, "I believe in healing," without actually taking the medicine. What? What good would it do to believe in food if you didn't need it, right? You know, you can believe in, in steak and uh, lobster all you want, but it's not going to do any good if you don't eat it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So he says here, uh, uh, you know, if, if you didn't if you didn't eat, you go ahead and starve. What good would it do for you to believe in water if you didn't actually drink it? Well, God's word is the same way. God's word is medicine. There, there are several parallels between God's medicine and natural medicine. Now, I'm reading here from a, uh, a message, uh, some notes that doctor, my spiritual father, gave, gave me. Um, God's word is medicine. There's, there's several parallels between God's medicine and natural medicine. First, God's word is a healing agent just as natural medicine is a healing agent. Or, or you might call it the catalyst. In other words, the medicine itself contains the capacity to produce healing. God's word contains in, inherent within it the capacity, the energy, the ability, the nature to affect healing in your body. Psalm 107.20 says he sent his word and he healed us from their corruption. It freed us. Proverbs 4.22 says, for they, uh, for they, they, his words, are life to those that find them and help to all their flesh. Isaiah 55.10 and 11 says, the word of God will accomplish what was sent out to do. The word itself contains the power to produce what it says. Just as when God said, let there be light, there was light. Healing scriptures contain within them the capacity to produce healing. In Hebrews 4.12, it says this, the word of God is quick. It's powerful. And that word quick means it's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, 
Now, the Weymouth version says this, God's message is full of life and power. The Jordan says God's word is alive with energy. The Knox translation says God's word to us is something alive, it's full of energy. The key to partaking of life and healing energy in the word is feeding on it until it penetrates your spirit where it deposits that life and that energy. So what do we mean by to, to meditate on? You're feeding on it. means to meditate. Take that word and speak it over yourself or right, continually. Uh, so you know that's the first thing that you need to do is take the word and actually feed on it. All right? Just like you would medicine. So secondly, we might say that medicine is no respecter of persons. It will work for anyone who takes it, right? If the doctor gives you a, a, a bottle of pills that says, take this three times a day, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't look at you and say, well, I can't work for you because you're a male and I only work for females. Now, there may be some medicine that does that, but, you know, generally medicine doesn't do that. It's not a respecter of persons. If you take it the way it says, it will do what it says it will do over a period of time. Likewise, you can take the medicine the first time. That doesn't mean that you're, that you're cured, right? All right? So it will work for anyone who takes it. It's not a matter of God willing or not willing the healing of any individual, but whether or not the individual will receive the healing by taking the, med the medicine that produces it. All right, let me say that again. It's not a matter of God willing or not willing to do the healing of any individual, but whether or not the individual will receive healing by taking the medicine that produces it. The medicine is what? God's Word. Right? So if you take if you'll take the Word of God, all right, as medicine. It'll heal, over a period of time, it'll heal your body. How long does that take? Well, it, it, you don't get we don't get hung up with that. So sometimes you can take it, and within a, a, a few seconds, you're healed. You'll, you'll see a manifestation. Sometimes it's a day or two, or or longer. I mean, just medicine and natural works the same way. Sometimes you know you can have a headache and take an aspirin, and within what you know, sometimes 20, 30 minutes, the headache's gone. Right. Now that doesn't mean you keep taking the, the, the medicine every day, but once the once it's gone, all right, then the manifestations taken place. But the word of God sometimes it, it, it can happen that, that same way. You can take the medicine and within a short period of time, the healing manifests. It says, thirdly, and most importantly, medicine must be taken according to the directions to be effective. Some medicine labels retake internally. Others say take externally, to rub it on your body externally, when the directions say to take it internally will not work. To take it after meals, when the directions say to take it before meals, will reduce its, ineffect its effectiveness. Right? Because there's some, there's some medicine that you have to take before meal. And if you if you wait till late after, the, after you eat, it's not going to have the same effect that it will if you'll take it before the meal. To take it once in a while when the directions say take the meal, take the, the medicine three times a day will mean limited results. Right? If you're supposed to take your medicine three times a day and you just take it once a day or every few days, it's not going to have the same effectiveness. You're not going to have the same results. Well, the Word of God is the same way. If we only take the Word of God occasionally, it's not going to have the same effect that it will uh, if you take it all the time. It's, it's so different that if, if the only time that you live for God is when you need a miracle in your life. Right? Well, we know a lot of people that, that they're that way. The only time they're going, to, they're, they're going to be obedient to the Word of God is when they need a miracle. You know, over, over, the, over the course of time, uh, people that live that way usually don't get too many miracles. 
But people that live live for God continually, all right, and are 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 living His way when they need a miracle that they get. All right. It says no matter how good the medicine is, it must be taken according to directions, or it will not work. So it is with God's medicine. It must be taken according to directions to work. The directions for taking God's medicine are found in Proverbs 4, 20-21. Attend to them. Incline your ear to them. Do not let them depart from before your eyes. And keep them in the midst of your heart. We might say that attending to them, inclining your ear to them, and keeping them before your eyes causes them to get in the midst of your heart. Notice this. It is only as they get in the midst of your heart and stay there that they produce healing in your body. Think about that. How long is it going to take for you to get that word in the midst of your heart? Well, people are different. It may, you know, it may take one person, you know, a few days. It may take somebody else a few weeks or somebody else longer. All right. It just depends on on the on the person. Long, the longer you know, the more you need to, to uh, focus on. But eventually, when it gets in the midst of your heart, it'll produce healing in your body. All right. Head knowledge won't do. A lot of people have head knowledge of the word of God. A lot of Christians will, will tell you, they'll say, "Well, I I know God can heal." All right. See, that's just that's head knowledge. Right? Knowledge of the Word of God are, are really heart knowledge is I know God will heal me and has healed. So there's a difference. A lot of believers believe that God can, but they don't believe that He'll do it for them. Or that they're not worthy of it. Or they've done something, they've done something to dishonor God that God will never God will always forgive if you repent, if you ask for forgiveness. He will forgive. Alright? All right, so they're going to have to, to to penetrate to your spirit through meditation, attending to it, hearing, looking, muttering, musing, and pondering to produce healing in your body. But once they do penetrate, they will surely bring health to all your flesh. The Living Bible says this, let them penetrate deep within your heart. You can see again that God's way of healing is spiritual. Power is ministered first to your spirit and then distributed to your body. God's medicine must be taken internally. All right. Listen instead of wondering whether you have enough faith to be healed. Just take the medicine. Here's a list of healing scriptures to feed on several times a day, repeating them over and over again to yourself. The medicine itself will work if you will get it inside you. All right. Fourthly, remember that it takes time for medicine to work. Most people give natural medicine a lot of time and patience and money to work. Take the prescription back for refills and more refills. They are diligent about that. They don't just take one dose and expect a miracle. Keep taking God's medicine. Give it time to work. All right, that's a key. That's a that's a key right there. Is we've got to take God's medicine and give it time to work. You you've got to take it throughout the day. Amen. Several times a day. Don't just take it one time. Take it several times a day. All right. Say these scriptures to yourself. Think on what they are saying in your heart. Use them in praise to the Father. His word is medicine to all your flesh. Exodus 15, 25-26 says this, And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance. And there he proved them or tested them and said, 
if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and you will do which is right in his sight, and you will give ear to his commandments, and keep all of his statutes or all of his laws, I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now we know God God doesn't put sickness upon you, but you know, just to verify and you know, give you an idea that in the Old Testament, the Hebrew, they have two two senses. They have a causative sense and a permissive sense. Well, the Old Testament was written in the causative sense. So it sounds like when you read it, that God's causing these things to come upon people. God doesn't. God doesn't have sickness in Him. All right. Sickness is darkness, and the Bible tells us that in God there is no there is no no darkness. There's only light. All right. So what He is really saying, a better translation would be that He would He would not allow any of these diseases to come upon us. Which, which he allowed to come upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, just to give you a couple different versions here, the New English Bible says this, I, the Lord, am your healer. The lesser for, for, the, for I, the Lord, am thy physician. The Rotherhams says, I am Yahweh, thy physician. The Smith Goodspeed says this, for I, the Lord, make you immune to them. I like that. I, the Lord, make you immune to them. You know, sometimes what you need to do is just read some different versions of a particular scripture. If you don't have an understanding, read several different scriptures, right? different versions. All right? And it'll help you to understand what, what that word is saying there. So it, it gives you an idea of what God's saying here. So uh, uh, a confession, the way you would take this um, this scripture in particular and confess it over yourself, says this. Uh, you would say this to yourself. God is speaking to me now, saying, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He's watching over his word to perform it. He is the Lord that healeth me. He's healing me now. This word contains the ability to produce what it says. He is the Lord that he looked. All right, see, that's just a simple uh, confession that you can that you can make over yourself, and that's that's applying the word. That's taking that. How many times do you need to do that a day? Well, I take it. I take it more than once. Right? If it, if I'm if I'm believing for healing in my body, I'm gonna have to take medicine more than more than just once. All right, because why? Initially, you know, you can go to the doctor, and sometimes some things that they'll give you a shot right off the bat, right? And then they'll go home and they'll, they'll send you home and say, "Now go to the to the pharmacy and get get some medicine that I've ordered for you," and you'll take that two or three times a day. But they'll give you a shot. Why do they give you the shot? Because the shot's a booster. It, it gets a lot of that medicine right into you right away. All right, but then it's up to you to take the rest of that medicine. Well, see, initially, you might have to take that word and speak it over yourself four, five, six times a day. All right? We're not talking about a long time of saying the word. We're just talking about taking it. All right? But a lot of people, they fail to do that. And they wonder why they don't get healed. All right? I'll just go on my own. He goes on to say this. He's healing me now. His word is full of healing power. I receive this word now. I receive the healing that is in his word now. Healing is inherent in God's nature. God is in me. My body is the temple of God. My body is the temple of the Lord that healeth me. God is bigger than sickness and Satan. God is dwelling inside of me now, healing me now. The Lord that healeth me is my shepherd. I do not lack healing. My body is in contact with the Lord that healeth me. My body has to respond to God's healing life and nature and work in me now. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Healing is God and God is in me. I thank you, Father, because you are my healer. 
and you are healing me now. Glory to God. Just see, as you, as you say that, you start to even feel better. Hallelujah. I mean, just, just by me saying that right now, I'm just, I just feel the power of God moving through my body. Glory to God. Well, just imagine if I took this, if I said that, you know, two or three times a day, how would it feel? The power of God be working in right? The power of God's working in And see, if you're not, if you're not saying anything about, about the Word of God, you're not you're not taking medicine for your body to, to make you healthy. All right, I think a lot of people today uh, are, are on medication. You know, we've said this before that the uh, the pharmaceutical industry is a multi billion dollar a year business. They make money off of you and I being sick. You do know that, right? For the 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 the, for the uh, Pharmacies and that they're not there out there trying to get you cured. They're trying to keep you going, but their their ultimate goal is not to heal you. God's words ultimate goal is to heal you, is to bring healing to our body, right? So that we don't we don't have we're not feeling sick. All right. Let's look at this in Exodus twenty three twenty five. It says this, and you shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Now the basic English version says this. And give worship to the Lord your God. Who will send a blessing on your bread and on your water. And I will take all disease away from among you. Now the Moffat in the Smith Goodspeed says. I will free you from disease. That's good news. Glory to God. I'll free you from disease. Uh, the Young's literal says this, I have turned aside sickness from your heart. Hallelujah. I will is the strongest assertion that can be made in the English language. God is speaking to me now saying, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. God is watching over his word, performing it, in me now. He's taking sickness away from the midst of me. I worship the Lord my God who takes sickness away from the midst of me. Good by sickness, the Lord is taking away you away from the midst of me. Thank you, Father, for taking sickness away from me. I thank you for doing what you said. In Deuteronomy 7.15 it says this, and the Lord will take away from thee all sickness. And I will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which you knowest upon you. But I will lay them upon all that hate you. So your confession would be, the Lord is taking away from me all sickness. His word contains the ability to do what it says. His word will not return void, but will accomplish what it was sent to do. The Lord is taking away from me all sickness, every trace of weakness and deficiency. Sickness is going out from me now. Thank you, Father, for taking away from me all sickness, like you said. So you, you can take these scriptures and personalize them. That's what you really do with when you as you start to meditate on the Word of God, you will naturally take the Word of God. And start personalizing it to you. That's that's how you. That's one way I know that it's getting in the midst of my heart when I personalize it. When I take that word and I personalize it and I make it about me, or I make it about the congregation, the church. Okay, those are important because that's when you really believe it, and that's when the, the change really starts to happen. But if you if you just say these things occasionally. And they, they don't get down in the midst of your heart. All right? And if it doesn't get into the midst of your heart, you don't see any change. And what happens with people is they get frustrated and think, well, I tried that speaking that word over me, but it didn't work. Well, how long did you try it for? You know, I've heard people say, well, I, I, I gave it a couple of weeks. Well, God bless your, your, your heart and your stupid head. Uh, a couple of weeks, you give God's word a whole couple of weeks to work in your life and it, and it didn't. It, 
You know how, many, how long I've been speaking the word over myself? I've been, I've been doing this for over 20 years. Over 20 years. All right? So, you know, you have to, this is a, a lifestyle. You have to learn to, to take that word, speak it over your situation, personalize it, let it become part of you. All right? Uh, let me give you a couple of different versions here of, of that. The basic English is, and give worship to the Lord your God, who will send a blessing on your bread and on your water. And I will, I will take all my disease away from the money. Alright. Deuteronomy 7.15, the Lord will take away all from all thy sickness and will put none of the diseases of Egypt which thou, thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. Alright, I think we already we just said we said that. Let's look at Psalm 30, verse 2. It says this. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. All right, very simple, short scripture. I believe I have received my healing. Mark eleven twenty four says, "Thou hast healed me." I can I don't consider what I feel. I believe I am healed. You have healed me. All right. Now that's just taken from that one little that one little particular scripture. Psalm forty two eleven says this: Why art thou cast down, my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. All right, so your confession would be, I refuse to be cast down or discouraged. You know, sometimes you got to say that about yourself. Right? You ever have days where you you feel like you're discouraged or depressed or or you can feel it trying to start to get on you and you don't say anything and what happens? It gets worse. Don't I, I, you know, I, I'm just speaking the truth. It's happened to me. And what I've learned over the years is is when I when that feeling starts coming on me, I I've got to take the word of God and I've got to apply the word of God to that situation. Otherwise, it, it just it just seems like it keeps getting worse and worse. It starts a snowball effect. The day gets worse instead of better. Well, you know, the, the opposite of that is true, too. If I take the Word of God and I start speaking into that situation and speaking into the situation over and over again, it'll, it'll turn that whole situation around and it'll start getting better and better. But, you know, a lot of times what we do as human beings is we have a tendency not to do anything at all until it gets really bad, and then we wonder, what, how do I get out of this? Well, here's how you get out of it. You start right today, wherever you're at. Whatever's going on in your life. And maybe not, maybe you don't have any problems today whatsoever. Well, now's a really good time to start. Because it'll, it'll, keep all that, it'll keep all that sickness away from you. It'll keep disease away from you. But I'm telling you, even if you have sickness and disease, if you'll start taking the Word of God and, and using it as medicine, It'll heal your body. It'll bring healing into your body. Amen. But you, we got to take it. We got to take it all the time. We can't just every now and then say, "Well, by his stripes I was healed." Right? Here, here's here's one of my favorites. Psalm ninety-one, verses one through six and ten. It says this: He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord. I see right there in, in Psalm 91 it's telling me that we should be saying something. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He will deliver me from the snare of power and from the noisome pestilence. He will cover me with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth will be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth the new day. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. 
All right. Now the Amplified says this. Uh, not, not reading all of it, but just you know, part of the scripture. It says, "He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand." Think about that. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed. You know, when, when we look at what's happening in this nation and really the world today, that that doesn't describe that doesn't describe a lot of people stable and fixed. What would describe a lot of people is fear and worry, right? And we know where, where there's fear and worry, there, there, there's not healing. All right, you're not going you're not going to get healed by being in fear and worried about things. You're going to have to get into the Word of God and abide in Him. All right? Um, let, me look, let me read another one here. It says, under RSV, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, who abides in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. All right? Uh, the Knox version says this, He who lives under the protection of the Most High, under his heavenly care, content, oh, that speaks of something right there, content to abide. If you're content, you're not worried. Right? If you're content, you're, you're not in fear. You're content to abide there. You know you're safe. Uh, they, they can say to the Lord, Thou art my support, and you're my stronghold, my God in whom I trust. All right, now see, you might start off saying this stuff with fear in your heart, but I'm telling you, the more you say this over and over again, all right, you'll get into faith. You'll get, and then you'll get into belief, and you'll get into your heart. And, and, and just like a medicine, healing will be in your body. You know, it, it says in, 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 in 1 Timothy that, that God did not give us a spirit of fear, right? But of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Well, a lot of, a lot of people we're seeing today, in, 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 I'm talking about Christians, they're doing things about fear. Right? They're fearful about what they do. They're afraid, they're afraid to go anywhere. They're afraid. They're afraid. You know, we're seeing it uh, uh, in churches. Church membership. A lot of people aren't, aren't, aren't coming back to church because they're afraid. All right. Well, that's not. Guess who's trying to keep you out of church? It's not God. The enemy's trying to keep you out of church. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. All right. Let's let's look at a few more here. Uh, the the Knox version says on verse three here. It is he that rescues me from every treacherous snare, from every whisper of harm, sheltered under his arms, under his wings nestling. Thou art safe. His faithfulness will throw a shield about me. The basic English says in verse 5, You will have no fear of the evil things of the night, or of the disease which takes men in the dark. To God. Um, the New American Bible says, nor the devastating plague at noon. The lesser says, nor of the deadly disease that wasted at noonday. The basic English says, because you have said, I am in the hands of the Lord, this is verse 9, the Most High is my safe resting place. The New English Bible says about verse 10, no disaster will befall you. No calamity will come upon your own. The Knox version says, There is no harm that can befall thee. Uh, the Fenton version says in verse 10, So sickness will not approach you. Contagion not enter your rest. Think about that. So sickness will not approach you. All because of what you're dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, and you're saying things of the Lord, right? See, nothing, nothing happens until you start until you start speaking, right? If I go to, if I go to a doctor 
And the doctor's there to help me. But I don't tell him how I'm feeling. How's he going to be able to really... Is the, is the doctor really going to be able to help me? No, he, he needs to know what's going on in your body. He's going to ask you questions. What hurts? What doesn't hurt? Right? So you, you've got to respond. So the, the things of things considered healing in your body, it's going to require a response from you, from the Word of God. Take a minute. You're going to have to speak it out. Now, your confession over these scriptures here, all right, and this is kind of an abbreviated, when I do my own on, on, on Psalm 91, I confess the whole thing. I go through the whole thing, and I personalize it to myself or the ministry of the church. You know, I pray over all of you. I say, you know, Lord, I'll pray in this Psalm 91 over myself, my wife, my kids, my family, the church family, everyone in the church, and, and may name of particular members, and everybody that we're connected with, and it's connected with me. All right? But just gives you an idea of how you, how you can personalize these things. I'm abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals me, is my refuge and my fortress against disease. His word is my shield and buckler against sickness. I'm trusting under his wings, and there is healing in his wings, according to Malachi 4.1. I'm not afraid of disease. I'm not afraid of sickness. I'm abiding under the shadow of Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healed. No plague shall come near my dwelling or my body. I resist sickness and disease. I refuse to accept it. It's not mine. I refuse to be sick in Jesus' name. Sickness cannot trespass in my body. Sickness, and you can name it a particular, you know, if you, you want to name, name uh, coronavirus, you can't come near my dwelling. I refuse you. I resist you. See, this is something that people can use today because a lot of people are living in fear over a, a disease or a virus, rather, that has a 99.97% survival rate. I mean, had, had, had you ever thought about that, that we would be living in fear over a virus that 99.97% of people recover? You know, I, mean, I remember in, 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 in past years, uh, the swine flu and different different flus kill far more people. We didn't do what we're doing today. Did we? No. Then there was when I was a, a little kid, there was a, the Hong Kong flu. Remember that one? There was the Hong Kong flu. Then there's the then there's the swine flu and all you know, all different kinds of flu. We didn't do what we're doing today. Living in fear. People are living in fear. Why? They're not taught, they're not saying the right things. Take the word of God. Apply the word of God. Make it part of your life. Take it like medicine. And it'll break the, you'll see your whole situation start to turn. It doesn't matter what you've got. The word of God works. The word of God works. No matter what you have, big or small, great or little, take the word of God. Because something's gonna something supernatural <coughs> excuse me will happen in your body. How long will it take? I don't know. We can't we we don't know the answer there. But when it when it gets into your heart, when you believe in your heart that that word is working in you, I promise you, you'll see change in your in your body. The sooner you start doing it, the sooner you can you can enjoy the benefits of God's healing. All right? Let's look at a couple more here. I don't want to keep you too long today. Psalm 103, verses 2, verse 3, through 3. All right? Here's another scripture. Psalm that's one of my favorites. Uh, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now, why did God tell us to do that? Because he knew, he knew how people are. We forget it. Who forgives all your iniquities? All right. 
pretty important not to forget that, right? Because you, you can get into it was an iniquity. It's sin, all right, or, or things that you've done wrong. Uh, he forgives all of them. Because I've seen people get into sin and think, well, God will, God will forgive me for what I've done. It says right here, he will. Right? It says, who forgives all your iniquities. Then he goes on and says this, who heals all your diseases. Right? Who heals all your diseases. All right? That word healing, it means to, to, to make whole, complete. Nothing to see, nothing broken. You know, and I've, I've heard uh, people say, well, sometimes the way God heals you is you, he goes ahead and kills you and takes you home. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's not healing. That's not that's not being made whole, nothing missing, nothing broken. Right? Now, ultimately, it, we're all going to go to heaven, but we, we want to make sure we go there when it's our time, not before our time. All right? But it says, let me give you a couple different versions here. The New English Bible says this, He pardons all my guilt, and He heals all my suffering. The basic English says this, he takes away all your diseases. Young's literal says this, who is healing all thy disease? Right, so you can't make any mistake about this. It's God's, it's always God's will to heal, but his word is medicine. It will take it. So here's your, here's your confession over this. Bless the Lord Jehovah Rapha, O my soul. Blessed be God the Father. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I thank you. Praise you for your benefits. You forgive all my sin, all my faults, all my failures, and disobedience. Well, that right there is powerful. You heal all my diseases, and I thank you for it. Healing belongs to me as part of the new covenant. Healing is my redemptive right, a benefit is a condition of a contract, not a bonus thrown in, in extra at the discretion of the employer. Remember that. Thank you, Father, for healing all my diseases. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for healing all my diseases. Thank you, Father, for healing all my diseases. That's good news. But so what am I doing? I'm taking medicine. I'm taking medicine. And what, what's happening? The Word of God is working in me. The word of God, it, it continues to work in Psalm 107, verse 20 says this. He sent his word, and he healed them. And he delivered them from their destructions. Now, is that good news or what? He sent his word and healed you, but it, not only did he do that, he delivered you from your destructions. What are your destructions? It's things that you messed up in your life and was going to bring destruction destruction in your life. He sent his word. He not only healed you, he also delivered you from that destruction. So guess what? It doesn't have to be, be as bad as what you think it's going to be. Yeah, you messed up. Yeah, you did something that's wrong and, and, and it, it might have an effect in this life, but you know what? He can deliver you from the destruction. Right? He can deliver you from the destruction. You still might remember that you, know, you did wrong, but he's forgiven you of that. But not only will he forgive you of that, he can deliver you from your destruction. That's good news. Amen? You ever done something that you, you did it and you think, why did I do that? That was a mistake. I should never have done that. Well, what can you do? You can just turn right to this word right here and say, Lord, you said in your word you delivered me from my destruction. And I, I should never have done what I did. So I asked for your help. Guess what? Now, now I can use my faith and believe in God. How, how often am I going to say that? Well, depending on the situation, um, I'm going to try to say it a bunch of times every day. Why? Because I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to receive that destruction, that my mistake, that I that I did something wrong. I don't want it to come and affect and, and destroy my life. So I can take the word of God and turn it in. That's good news. The Moffat's translation says this: He sent His word to heal them. And preserve their life. Think about that. You ever feel like you're a, you're on a uh, a big ocean all by yourself? 
you need help, well, God says, he says, I'll throw you a life preserver. And I'll save your life. I'll preserve your life. The lesser translation says this, and, and delivers them from their graves. Let me say that again. The lesser translation says, and delivereth them from their graves. Now, you know, you I don't know nobody in here, but somebody may be watching this later on that day or two, or even right now. You're laying there and the, and the, and the doctors gave you some bad news that, you know, you get ready, you're going to die. Here's your word right here. God's word says, He will deliver you from your grace. You don't have to die. All right? Yeah, I know we'll all, sooner or later, we're all going to eventually die, but, you know, He, he promised us a long life. And he, he said he'd satisfy us. All right? Well, if you're not satisfied, it ain't time for you to go. If you've not had a long life, it's definitely not time for you to go. When you do the research in the Bible, you'll find out that he's promised us 120 years. Or right, I'm not going to get into that, but it's there if you want to do the research. 120 years. So, you know, you can be 70 years old, okay? And you think, well, God's taking me home. No, he, it's not his will to take you home yet. It's the devil trying to get you out of here. But it says, he said in his word, he would deliver you from your grave. Hallelujah. The Fenton translation says, he sent out his word and it healed, and from their corruptions, it freed them. All right, so how we would make a confession over this is just like this. He sent his word and healed me. His word heals me and delivers me from my destructions. His word frees me from my corruptions. God's word contains God's ability to perform what it says. Uh, from Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11. His word is healing me now. His word contains his healing power. His word is working in me now. He has sent his word and he healed me. Praise God. He sent his word and he healed me. And then uh, we'll close with this one here. Proverbs 4, 20, verses uh, 22, which is what we started out with. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for their life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. The Living Bible says about verse 21, let them penetrate deep within your heart. The Knox translation says about 20, verse 22, let a man master them. They will bring life and healing to his whole being. The lesser translation says, and to all his body a healing. Praise God. Well, our confession would be this. God's word is health to all my flesh. His word is medicine to my flesh. I am the Lord that healeth thee. It's medicine to all my flesh. Now, I will take away from thee all sickness is medicine to my flesh. I will take sickness away from the midst of thee is medicine to all my flesh. The word of God is full of life, is full of the life of God. That life is saturating my spirit. God's life and healing power is in his word, and his word is at work in me now. The word of God is depositing life, the life of God, and the healing of God into my spirit. That life and health is spreading out of my spirit into every tissue and pore of my body, creating health and soundness. My body has no choice but to respond to the healing in the word that is being absorbed into me now. Praise God. Okay, we're going to stop there today. Hallelujah. We'll probably pick it up next week there. I mean, there's a lot to digest there. Uh, I realize that, but you know, the box of faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The more you hear something. See, what I want, what, what you see is to take the word of God as medicine. How to take it as medicine. And you've got to be speaking this in this way over your over yourself. I don't, it doesn't matter what's going on. Whether you've got a cold or you've got a, um, uh, a sickness under death. All right, the Word of God. It's, it, it, 
It's no harder for the Word of God to heal you if you've got cancer in your body versus a cold. On God's part, it's the same effort. It doesn't matter. See, in your head, you'll you'll think, wow, cancer's a big thing. You know, and the doctors are telling me I've only got months to live. I don't know that God can do oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, you're, you're not thinking about it. What did we just read? All the scriptures we just went over, is it God, he, it says he heals all of our diseases. Not some of them, not most of them. He heals all of them. God did give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind makes what? Sound decisions. Right? A sound mind makes sound decisions. They don't make quick decisions. They don't jump to conclusions and say, hey, this is what we're I'm going to do every, every, because everybody's doing this. I'm going to do it, and we're seeing that in the world today. Everybody's running in fear. That doesn't mean we have to run in fear, right? I mean, I got I got a, a load of scriptures for that one too. You know, the Bible says to trust in the Lord. Don't put our trust in man. Trust in the Lord, right? Glory to God. And I believe that you, if you just take take that word uh, and start speaking over yourself, you're going to see some healings manifest. Glory to God. You at home there, you can do the same thing. You take this word. I, I would encourage you to listen to this message again. Maybe write some of this stuff down. Especially the video. You can stop it. Write down a little bit. You know, some of, the, some of these confessions. And speak them over yourself. And you know what will happen is the Word of God will start working in your body. See, a lot, a lot of people will complain. They'll, they'll get a medication from a doctor. They'll complain because it's $50, $60, $100. got to spend all this money for, for the medication. And they'll, go, they'll find it. And they'll go spend it. But see, this is free. This is free. If you'll just take it, God will heal you. Now, God's not against using, using medicine from doctors. God's not against that at all. Take the medicine in faith. But the word of God will work in you too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Did you get something today? Praise God. Thank you.